Did you know that Infendo Radio is supported by viewers like you? You can go to patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and throw us a few bones. If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode number 481st. Um, this is the 20th of February. Um, we're, we're Steve-less, but we're still here in full force in spirit because, don't worry, he's going to be talking to us soon in one of them voice bumpers in the, be- in the beginning of the, the thing. So, uh, yeah, how the heck are you doing tonight, Justin? I like your shirt. Thank you. Um, I can't remember whether I wore this shirt last week, but um, I had to change the shirt that I was wearing. So <laughs> <laughs> I did, too, because my green screen did not like it. Um, Lucas, when was the last Aww, time you changed wanna, your shirt? I want to see headless Eugene or floating head Eugene. <laughs> Lucas, um, how are you liking your shirt? Is it fine? Is it? Are we doing all right here? Fine and dandy. Um, that was the weakest thing you could have possibly given me because I have nothing to say now. <laughs> my shirt is exactly like all of my other shirts, Eugene. Comfy and easy I to hope, wear. Um, one of our bumpers uses the uh, secret um, name entry music. <laughs> Actually, I think it might. I, I'm, we'll, we'll find out here later on. But uh, before we before we get that far, let's kind of tell you what we got going on for this week's show because it's a doozy. Um, so we're going to spin the wheel of Infendo and uh, we're going to decide what we're going to be discussing for tonight's roundtable, which should be exciting. Um, we are also going to be playing weird game descriptions hosted by myself. So if you want to, you know, catch up on Infendo and everything we're doing, go to Infendo.com, make sure you join our Discord, do all the things. All right, well, we're going to be right back. Do you have what it takes to join the garbage truck that is Infendo Radio? Head on over to Patreon.com slash Infendo Radio and join our Patreon today. All right, we're back. So this is going to be a new segment um, for y'all this week. Um, we actually had a, uh, a little wheel that we're going to be spinning. If you're on Twitch.tv, if you're listening to us on, um, you know, on the podcast, I guess that's not going to help you out very much. But we'll, we'll tell you what's going on. So, yeah, we've got a few topics here, five in total, and we're going to spin that wheel here right now. So let's go. Let's find out what we're going to be talking about tonight. Hear it. <laughs> I'm I on hear Twitch the wheel. so I can see it. <laughs> All right. I'm not so seeing anything be, though. We're gonna be we're... talking about the. Oh wait, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, hold on. I'm. I didn't put it live on Twitch. We're gonna try that again. I was gonna say that's nothing. Nothing's changing on on Twitch. All right. We're gonna spin it one more time. Here we go. Let's there it see is. what we're gonna be talking about. All right, so it's going to be Most Wanted Warriors game. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where's Steve at when you need this? Oh, you need Steve, you picked a bad week not to be on the show, buddy. Right? Mm. <laughs> so does anybody want to take first about like what your Most Wanted Warriors game might be? I feel like I need a minute to think it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad we didn't get the top five kart racers because <laughs> I, I don't know if I could have thought of five things off the cuff. <laughs> right? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Well, that that's that. This makes it hard, right? The wheel of Fendo like makes you like really think. Okay, I yeah. I, th- I thought of one um kind of right away. I don't know if it would work, but how about Pikmin, like a Pikmin mm-hmm. Warriors type game. 
interesting. Cool. So, well, why don't we? Are we officially starting, or are we going to have a moment to? Uh, no, I to think, think we're we're starting this. Oh, okay. That, Eugene, while I we thought Eugene was going to edit out our awkwardness, but okay. <laughs> nope, this is the show. Eugene, while we're thinking this through, tell us a little bit about how this game would play out. I, I well, what I'm what I'm wondering is, are you? Like, is the camera following Olimar, or is the camera following one of the Pikmin on the ground? And or is so, the camera following a hundred Pikmin? Yeah, so here's here's the way that I think it would play out. So, like, you know how in the Warriors games you could switch between your heroes or whatever? So, like, I see it being, like, there's the different Pikmin colors, and then you have your hero of each of the Pikmin colors, maybe, like, you know, one with a full flower or whatever. And, you know, it switches around or whatever. But, like, you can pick your hero color, like the reds, and then you can go attack the things, right? I, I don't know how it would work to... Um, to command your army if you like want to get like reds and blues but i'm not a game designer i don't know that's 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 for the nintendo figure out <laughs> maybe you could have like multiple captains because you know oh, you've got okay. all the captains yeah. from three you've got olimar louis the president you know so you've got you've got enough characters and you could assign each captain a particular color so then you switch like hyrule warrior style between like red blue yellow, you know that kind of stuff i could see something like that working Plus, you've got enough generic enemy types you could fight to make that actually interesting. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, because there's there's just a whole slew of enemies in freaking the the Pikmin games too. You know, I have mine, but I think everyone's gonna be mad at me because it's not a Nintendo series. Go for it, because um, because I'm just thinking, are we limited to Nintendo series? Because well, um, we aren't now because I'm going with this. Um, and it's mostly because I, these are the only games I've put any time into in the last month. But oh I'd like to see a Persona Warriors. <laughs> Ooh, okay, Persona Warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are a slew of characters, like unique characters with unique abilities in every game. Um, there are generic enemy types you could put in from all three different games to like kind of round out those numbers of random enemies to fight. Um, the Persona series is no stranger to bizarre spin-off games. They've got 2D fighters. They've got a dancing rhythm game. They've got like Etrian Odyssey style dungeon crawler RPGs. So I think it would be right up their alley. And I think with how popular um, everything is, you know, since Joker for Smash and all that stuff, I think it's a good fit. So. It's 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 I'll, crazy I'll to be me honest, how I was afraid it was going to be Sonic Warriors. <laughs> it, it's crazy to me how um, and I've never played the Persona series with Joker, but like he he's getting me so hyped, like and I I just want to play that game just because of that char- that one character, that's, you know. That's how it worked for me, man. I'm telling you, I think it's just, I think it's a prime opportunity for it. Like as I'm talking about it, like you've got like like each game has probably about eight or nine characters in like the party that you can switch between. Right there, you've got a roster of like, you know, 30 to 40 characters you could put in your game, and you've got a Warriors game. So I would, I would relish that opportunity to play that game. Give me that. And, and since I've never played any Atlas RPG of any um, franchise <laughs> or sub-franchise, I got nothing to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have two answers. One, we're gonna. It's gonna be a. We're we're really gonna hit the timer on this one, aren't we? Um. One of them's gonna be a Nintendo franchise, and one of them's going to be a non-Nintendo franchise. Right. So the Nintendo franchise, I'm going with Metroid. 
And I figure you would play as a bounty hunter other than Samus, because Samus, Samus is already pretty well known for using projectiles. And projectiles and and warriors don't really go well together. You need melee combat. So maybe you fight alongside Samus, but you would play as another bounty hunter that uses melee. And there are so many different types of creatures and enemies and space pirates and bosses and mini bosses and whatnot in the Metroid series. I'm sure they could flesh that out into a pretty pretty decent sized uh warriors game i like that actually i, I would de yeah. definitely get down with a metroid game like that and then you could even if you wanted to because that's what they do they would go deep into the metroid lore right so like grab like the metroid prime hunters like grab those yep. characters as as playable like yeah, yeah. Right, give it. i could see something like that uh -huh. yeah i mean I, I, of course after i say that i realize that one of the defining characteristics of the Warriors games is the multiple playable characters and how they all play differently and unlock and everything. So I guess you'd have to be able to play as Samus eventually, but um, maybe like during the first playthrough of the single player campaign, you play as this this character and then as you unlock more characters you can do. I don't know. I'm well, also, Again, um, I'm leaving that up to the people who are going to make my, my idea into a reality. <laughs> in Warriors Orochi 3... There's this whole mechanic about like going back in time. So like you'll play through a level once, and you'll like go back in time, and you'll Ooh. do it, and you'll like change things. That's so real quick. So um, one of the cool mechanics you could do with that in a Metroid Warriors is as you unlock new weapons throughout the game, you could go back and kind of like Metroid style. You got the missiles. Now you can blow open this area to go to a different part of the map, and right. you know, that kind of thing. So. Um, and I was also just thinking a great way to be able to play is Samus. Um, in the single player game is plays Zero Suit Samus who has that whip thing on her gun. Yep. So. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, because then you can, yeah, you're right. And then maybe even if you were going to play Z as Samus, you can have like the virus suit Samus and then like, you know, the all the yeah. different suits and stuff like that too. That's cool. Yeah, that could be interesting. Um, but the first thing that came to mind, uh, especially after Lucas kind of uh open the floodgates yeah um but busted the nintendo cherry um was <laughs> uh final fantasy warriors there is so much lore and so many characters and so many stories and everything that they could do with final fantasy um plus you know like final fantasy has occasionally delved into um, genres other than turn-based RPG, so this wouldn't be too far out of their wheelhouse, but um, even though I'm not like really deeply into the Final Fantasy franchise, I would probably play a Final Fantasy Warriors and, you know... Yeah, the character base is definitely there. Right? I mean, you know, you've got... You could have, like, one level that... or one, like, sub-series of levels that basically follows each of the 15 stories and mm -hmm. you play as the main character from that with your of course partners being your partners from the game and then you know you can unlock the partners from the game and play as them and unlocks you know npcs and villains you're making me want my final fantasy crystal chronicles like bad yeah oh yeah when is that coming out let's talk about that man when are we getting that big um 
So as you were talking about that, I was thinking an interesting idea might be something akin to like a Kingdom Hearts Warriors. You know, that oh, was the first thing because, I thought of. Because you could do you could do like the mainstays, like you could have all the Kingdom Hearts original characters, and you could probably throw in like one or two Final Fantasy characters for good measure. But the sheer possibility of like Disney characters in that, being able to go to like different Disney locales and possibly play as like, you know, Aladdin teamed up with the genie or Elsa or, you know, whoever else you want from like Disney lore. I like that. Would that. Be a great, that would be I a mean, great the main, excuse. The to main have reason some I kind of, like, didn't Disney go with thing. Kingdom Hearts Warriors is because Kingdom Hearts, like the, at least the main games, already have an action-based combat system anyway, so it wouldn't be too much of a stretch. Yeah, going. but you can kind of argue the same thing about the Legend of Zelda, and I no, mean, that's it, true. It, it did translate over really well into a Warriors game, so I could that's still true. see it. Yeah. Hell, if Kingdom Hearts played more like Legend of Zelda or more like, you know, a Musou game, I might actually play them. But yeah, I hear you. I all right, I, Eugene. We've we've all come up with two. You need to come up with another one. I, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna <laughs> Show say. Show us your background when you do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I well. I I'm still kind of. Um, thinking in the nintendo franchises but if we're not going nintendo franchises i have one already um so have you guys ever played the a little game called dark souls before oh my um, God. <laughs> <laughs> never heard of it tell us more eugene uh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> i think dark souls warriors could work um there's a lot of um there's a lot of cool characters in the Dark Souls universe. Like you can play like you can play like a, against like Smog and stuff like that. I can see that being a really cool warrior uh, yes, type battle. The dragon, the, from, wouldn't, wouldn't, uh, the dragon from the Hobbit. I do remember him. <laughs> uh, I, I was gonna say, wouldn't Captain N warriors be fighting against Smog? Oh God! Captain, <laughs> crap, Captain Planet warriors got to fucked up that joke. Oh 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 oh. Okay, Captain I got one. Planet I got War. one. I've got one. A Marvel Warriors. Marvel Ooh. Warriors game. How would I just the... like to congratulate I mean, us all for not um, coming up with Nintendo Warriors, because that would be kind of generic to have thrown out for us. <laughs> Smash <know>? Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd play it, obviously. I would love a game that just has like all the Nintendo characters in it, but, you know, that's a thing. Yeah, that would be actually cool if they just added that into like a mode in Smash Brothers or something. Like, come on, Sakurai, you, like you haven't done that game's not big enough. Let's just hey, add another. Come on, give us our give us our uh, Smash yes, Battle Royale. Everybody already. harass give us 100, harass 100 Smash characters on, on Twitter about this because you know, <laughs> we know how much he loves that. Yeah, I I feel as if um, honestly this is a more of a Steve topic, so I f I'm really sad that he's not here for this. But what are you gonna do? Um, he, uh, can you guys think of any other any other Warriors games that you're just dying to have off the top you, of your head? You know, I had thought of one and and it left me. So I've thought of many in my time, but they've all come and gone. And honestly, I think Persona Warriors is the one I want the most, so I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I, I think mean, if I, it, I think I, if anything, it would be like kind of like you and Justin said, like either a Nintendo Warriors or like take like a maybe a Capcom Warriors or honestly, a Konami Warriors or something like I would, that. I would kind of be down for just like a Mario Warriors that just pulls from some like obscure Mario games like the RPGs. Yeah. Like I would love to have like Gino and Mallow and, you know, maybe like uh, Fawful okay. and Cacoletta and stuff, you know, like something like that. I feel like the RPG games don't get enough 
like canon material. Like they're they're not in the kart racers, they're not in Smash, they're not you know, they just kinda get like they're their own separate things and they're kinda tossed to the wind. I would love to see them get a little more representation in something like that. So Well, I know like the the square characters are still kind of you know, a little hard to get their hands on, but yeah, yeah like you said, there's all the area. intelligence system characters. There's all the dream, all the Paper Mario partners. That would, you know, I mean, that would be intelligent systems. Yeah, What's the dream? Dream something or whatever makes the Mario and Luigi. Can't remember. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't remember their names either. Well, um, yeah, I think that we kind of spent our our topics here our time here with warriors maybe we'll give uh steve a little bit of a time next week to discuss what he would like but i'm just, uh, I'm just gonna throw this out here tweet at us yeah at infendo radio tell us what you want what's, what's our what's our twitter um or what's our hashtag this week wheel of fendo yeah you sure. can <laughs> you, let's you can use uh just at infendo just at us and then we'll, we'll get it, get back at you I, I would I actually like to know what some of our listeners want because mm-hmm. i feel like this is an endless topic that i really wish steve was here for but you know right so all right well we are gonna take a little break and then we'll be back on the other side with another new segment well no i guess it's not new we've, we've done it once before but we'll be back with uh, weird game descriptions hosted by me do you like to read our opinions on new and upcoming games? Would you like to share yours too? Email at us at tips at and maybe we can send a review code to you. I love that. <laughs> email at us. <laughs> we're back. Um, we're here to play a game for y'all today. Um, we have a, little, a new one, somewhat new. Um, Steve hosted it last time. This one's called Weird Game Descriptions. So how it's going to work is I have a bunch of games um, in front of me. And these fine gentlemen are going to try and guess the price of those games. So I just... Oh, and this is going to be bizarre because there's only two of us. So right. So one person's always going to have the advantage. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. This going to be tricky. <laughs> so we'll alternate back and forth between um, Lucas and Justin guessing the price after reading this description. So um, I picked a, kind of a mix of hard ones and what I think will be easy ones. But um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Cool. All right. So I'm going to read the first paragraph of our first game. Inspired by a classic game from the golden age of arcades, blank allows you to bring up to three more friends in a co-op game. Sorry, I got confused. Um, or take control of the monsters in, in PvP and prevent the other t- team from stealing all the gold from the castle. The story. Lured by rumors of untold treasures in an abandoned castle, you stumble upon a secret tunnel some prisoners use to escape from its dungeon. Your quest is to find the fabled blank, because it's in the title, a magic artifact of limitless power. All right. What you guys think? Give me your price, Lucas. You're first. I'm going to say that this game... Reached... Oh, wait. Should I give you the name of the game? I don't know if that, that's a thing. Um, I forget. No, no I'll give that to you guys it's... afterwards. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say that this game retails for $7.99. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a little bit more ambitious and go with nine ninety nine. Interesting. Uh, okay. All right. 
So, um, if we were playing by prices right rules, nobody wins. But since we're not, well, actually, we thought, are playing by prices right yeah, rules. We are aren't playing we? by prices right rules. Then, then I win. So, but here's the thing: <laughs> it's on sale right now. So if it wasn't on sale, Justin would have won. So uh, I think we. Can, I think we I should go by. We, I think. If we're going by prices right rules, it's the actual retail price, which so. would include the sale price. All right, God, all right. Well, then you? this game, nobody wait. gets a point. No, this no, no, week. no, 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 no. The wait, actual wait, 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 retail wait, wait, wait. price. So yeah, actual Justin. retail price. We don't consider the sales. So Justin. Oh, okay. All right. So well, I, Justin gets a point. This okay. game is on sale this week for four ninety nine. It actually retails for nine ninety nine. Damn. It is, it is titled Quest for the Golden Duck. Well done, sir. Never heard of it. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on, so let, this let me get my let me get my ting. Okay. Ting. Oh, that was that was weak. Hang on a second. So this next game is um oh that's better. That's what I like, well Justin. Well okay. This next game point. is a little bit more um well maybe you've heard of it, I guess. I don't know. Maybe a little bit more recognizable. So I'm going to read probably just the first two paragraphs. This one has a lengthy description. Thank, Thank you very you much. Putting us through that. <laughs> get off the couch and get moving with this fun boxing-based rhythmic exercises set to the is. instrumental beats of songs by popular artists. You can personalize is. your workouts by setting, selecting from different fitness goals. Lucas is burst, busting out the seams right now. Train your way, whether you're on your own, with a friend, at home, or on the go. Now you can go work out anytime, anywhere, on the Nintendo Switch system. So here's what's frustrating. I know exactly what this game is, but I have no idea what it sells for. <laughs> That's kind of what I was figuring. I figured you guys would know what this is, but you don't know the price of it. So can you name the, can you name the, um, the price? Um, all, right, so, all right, Lucas went first last time, so I want to go first this time. Yep. And I, if I, if I know what this is, I'm going to go with 19.99. Okay. All right. All right. Justin is locked in at 19.99. What does I, Lucas want to do? I always thought that this game was a 39.99 game, so that's what I'm going with, and I'm hoping Ooh. that fitness boxing goes <laughs> for 39.99. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm going to add in my own house rule into this game. If you guys get the exact retail price, you get an extra half point. So as such, Justin got the first extra half point for $9.99. Unfortunately, Lucas, you did not get the half point on this one. It is fitness boxing, however, but it retails for $49.99. Close enough. I'll take my point. Yep. <laughs> All right. Moving on to our next title. Wait, I got, I got half a point for the last one? Yeah, because you got it right on. Okay. That's uh -huh. a good rule. I, like I, thought I'm supposed to get a, I thought I'm supposed to get a $100 bill if I get the exact amount. Well, that's what a $100 bill is worth in Infendo World, a half a point. <laughs> you walk around with that half a point, you're I like, like hey, I can, buy, right <laughs> I can buy an oil change for my imaginary car because no one in Infendo Land drives. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. All right, so I am going I'm going to um, go with our next title um, and read it for you now. This game, I want to tell you, released on Valentine's Day. I don't know why that's important, but oh it is. Um, all right. The headline is, set your own checkpoints in this challenging platformer. Blank is a reductive 
yeah, reductive. Okay, whatever. Platforming game with a retro aesthetic and a focus on challenging difficulty. It has a custom respawn system, 16 levels, 12 track original soundtrack, and competitive scoring. Hmm. I'm going to read the last paragraph because this might, might help you out just a bit. Beyond the visual aesthetic, this challenging level design and the abundance of features, there is a fantastic soundtrack composed by James Bennett, which brings the simple three-color atmospheres to life. Got it. Okay, I wasn't sure. There's no way in hell this game sells for more than $5. But <laughs> I wasn't sure if this was like a $2 game. But once they said that they had a composer that they named, I knew that they were invested in their game and they think it's a big game, which is why this game sells for exactly 4.99. Okay. All right, fair enough. What do you think it retails for, Justin? Um I I don't know. But once again, I want to say that the description sounds more ambitious than a shovelware game but they like to make them sound ambitious so that they don't look like shovelware so um i'm gonna play it safe and go under what i want to pick and go with 7.99 eugene actual retail value well this game titled love released on valentine's day oh my Release uh, this one retails for two dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh jeez! The composer um. got you, didn't it? So now we are going to move on to our next title. I think this one is going to be another one you guys are going to recognize. But are you going to recognize the price of this are game? Are we going to recognize the price? That is the question. All right. So this game. Oh, I'm not going to read you the headline. I think that's going to give you too much. Um, Every puzzle has a too story. much. All right, so experience the adventure once again with characters and pre-rendered movies featured in high definition, as well as a a new booster system with a selection of various modes such as high speed or no encounters. Should I give you more? Give us more. Oh, you sound like you sound like you're about to give us more, but I um, (laughs) I I think I'm ready. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna give you just a little bit more, just a taste. Meeting unforgettable characters like blank Uh, and blank along the way, they learn about themselves, the secrets of the crystal, and a malevolent force that threatens to destroy their world. I'm supposed to know what this game is? I, all right, so I get to go first? Um, Yes, you do. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) $20.99. Is this game... Oh, he knows this. He is a confident. <laughs> he's a confident young lad. I am going to hedge my bets and hope that you're wrong. And I am going to go with twenty ninety eight. Okay. <laughs> All right. Justin gets the the point. He gets the extra half yeah. point. This game is Final Fantasy Nine, and it retails for twenty ninety nine. I'll I'll be honest, Eugene. You shot yourself in the foot when you read the word crystal out loud. <laughs> I still didn't know what it was. <laughs> oh, very well. So you got two points technically on your on your thing with that one because of your half point plays. Yeah, right, so, He's got three. so I am now ahead of Lucas. Well done. Mm-hmm. I told you, sir, that half point would come in handy. <laughs> All right. We are going to move on. I'd rather on have $100. 
<laughs> we're going to move on to our next game. Uh, and I will read you that description right now. All right. Buddy up or go it alone as you cook up a storm, chomping or chopping, steaming and frying your way through dynamic yep. and outright crazy levels. Now with online multiplayer yep. for up to four chefs, sure there does. is no such thing as too many cooks and the stakes have never been higher. It Get sure it? Is. The stakes. Yep. If as you prepare say, to save the Onion Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what is the retail price, Lucas? So I'd like to point out that this game is overcooked, too. Um, what, I, <laughs> what I don't know is how much this game is worth. I have a rough idea of how much this game is worth, but I'm afraid Justin... Well, hopefully Justin, I have an exact idea, yeah, I'm afraid so. Justin knows exactly what it's worth. I'm going to assume okay. that this is a fourteen ninety nine game. And I'm okay. going to wait for Justin to stab me in the heart. <laughs> the price is I, spot well, on. I believe this is a full... Re is Eugene still with us? He's I'm here. still with us. Okay. Had an itch. <laughs> um, I, uh, I'm going to assume, I assume that this is a full retail game because I'm pretty sure it is... I'm going to go on a limb and say $39.99. Okay. Well, um, you tried to stab Lucas in the heart, but you swung and missed because <sighs> it was $24.99. So I think that put Luke's, puts Lucas closer. What did you guess? $19.99? I guess $14.99. So oh, I God. We got to do math. $10. Um, he's still closer. Uh, basically, okay. basically, 15 is 10 away, and I was... And 40 is 15 away. Thank so God for maths. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas earns the point. Well, well now nice. that I know it's not $40, I might actually uh, put that in my wish list. See, uh, this game, played, this game helps people make decisions. We are an informative podcast. I, I, I want to say Guillaume from uh, Nintendo World Report uh, has been playing tons of this game. And uh, absolutely raves about it. So. Yeah, and see, I haven't played this one in particular, but I played the original, and I really love it. And then this one with the multiplayer aspect it sh should be really killer. So, like, you know. Yeah, Whoa. get it. Whoa, the fourth wall came down there for a second. <laughs> I know, sorry. All right, so here is your next title. Um, I think this one is might give a slight advantage to one of y'all, but let's find out. Sonic Re is a blue hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> Re-experience the critically acclaimed and genre-defined game that started it all. Beautifully remastered, return to Lordran in stunning detail. Oh. Includes the main game plus the um, Atros of the Abyss right DLC. there, my friend. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna read one Perhaps. more one more sentence. Delve into the epic dark fantasy um, universe stricken by decline and the curse. Explore its intricate world design, full of hidden passages, dungeons, and secrets, and uncover its deeply rooted lore. I know exactly All right. what this is, but I don't get to guess first, do I? So. Uh 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 uh. No, you don't. And. Uh... Yeah, um, perhaps next time leave out the proper nouns. <laughs> Anything that's <laughs> capitalized, don't say. 
I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said that, and I apologize. Hey, you but said you're crystal while ago. But yeah, but, but yeah. All, <laughs> Nonetheless, in, in, in yeah. In fairness, I did get half an extra half a point for crystals. Um, I have no peeking clue what the <laughs> hell this game is, so I don't know. Um, all right, a quick question. Are yes. these games? Not these games aren't necessarily download only, correct? They're they're yeah, just correct. available. On they're the just eShop. on the okay. eShop. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna go full out and say this is a full retail game of fifty nine ninety nine, and watch Lucas steal the point and a half from me. And I'm going to say that while I received this game as a Christmas present, I am almost 100% certain that Dark Souls sells for $39.99. Eugene? Well, um, Lucas, take that point. This yeah. is Dark Souls Remastered, and it did sell for... It does sell, rather, for $39.99. Well done. Oh, there. that feels good. Four and a half points for Lucas. Awesome. Well, um, that that so we I have to take a moment and get to chat because they're also playing. So it looks like Phantom um, got the point for Final Fantasy IX. So well done there. And it looks like that's the only person who's guessed in chat. So chat, if you want to <laughs> get in on this, you can get your points too. Real real active listeners we got here. <laughs> well, the to be fair, the Brianosaurus he said, "Why aren't you getting our, any points?" Well, Bri- the Brianosaurus, just like the lottery, you can't get no points if you don't play. <laughs> All right, we have two more games, and this one. Ooh, actually, this one was I've been meaning to pick this one up, and I've been wanting to ask Justin if he picked this one up for reasons. Uh oh. Wait, can I get a score recap real quick before we do this? How many points do you have, Justin? Um, I have three, and you have four and a half. Okay, perfect. All right, so our next game is Blank is an action game released by Taito in 1983. All alone, you must use pistols and grenades to take out a group of hostiles. You can also combat the enemy by climbing onto the blue tanks and armored vehicles on the battlefield. The Blank series has faithfully reproduced many classic arcade masterpieces okay are we do we have more or is that it is, I've got a, i could give you more but i I've, think that's i've got a guess and this is just a guess but i don't think a game that came out in 1983 could possibly sell for more than 4.99 so that's what i'm betting on all right i am going to go with the assumption that this is one of hamster's arcade archives games with all of which sell for $7.99. Oh, Justin in with the snipe. Damn. Yep, he gets it. And the extra half point. Well done, oh, Justin. Well done. And we are tied. At the last round? <laughs> yeah, seriously, oh, right? So we All need right. one more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to have to dig one up. Also, Phantom gets a point with that one. He got the exact price, so. Nice job, Phantom. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. you should be doing this show. But by the way, Hamster, if you are listening to our show, because I know you are, please, please get the licensing rights to release Nintendo's Popeye game. Ooh, right? 
have you you know slight sidetrack here um tangent i guess did you did you pick up any of those arcade archives and have you tried them with your flip grip i have picked up every nintendo arcade game i haven't picked up any nintendo ones um although there are a couple that i uh am interested in uh donkey kong and donkey kong jr obviously i've played with the flip grip as as well as punch out um and and yeah i mean it's it's great to be able to play them basically in arcade mode right it's a whole lot easier than turning my 55 inch tv sideways (laughs) you need to get a nice uh tv mount for that all right so all right well i have our final game are you gentlemen ready oh yeah I guess. So I picked this one not because I knew of, of the game, but because I thought the title was funny. So here we go. Oh, no! Someone has kidnapped your little birds. You must go on an epic adventure to rescue them. Blank is a platform side-scroller game with pixel art graphics. But your hero isn't just a regular hero. You are playing a bird that can flap its tiny wings to fly and glide for limited distances. It's a retro-inspired 16-bit era game with innovative and challenging fly-glide mechanics. You know, you play this game enough and you pick up on certain words, certain terms like retro-inspired <laughs> that, that give you a hint as to what the cost might be. Hang on, let me look up how much Flappy Bird is on the <laughs> on the App Store. Well, you're uh, you're up first on this one, so. All right. Um, this uh, this sounds like they're desperately trying to sell a crappy, cheaply made game. So <laughs> I'm going to go with two ninety nine, which was going to be my guess. So I am going to have to hope that the people behind this bird game made a quality <laughs> product that they are proud of. And I'm going to guess $3 exactly. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Are you kids give ready? Us, give us the title first and then give us the price. Keep us in suspense. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're not wrong because the title is an important aspect of this game. So this game, which is titled Avenger Bird... <laughs> Oh, I've seen this before. He's like really buff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I might be. Oh, I gotta I look might, this up. I might be right. Uh, no, actually, there's the actually the screenshot that I'm looking at looks actually almost exactly like Flappy Bird. But there is this weird character <laughs> that I that looks like a weird sheep that kind of looks buff. Anyways, um, this game retails for two dollars and thirty cents. Dang, ah. I should have gone low. <laughs> what a weird price. Right? <laughs> Justin for the win. <laughs> well, I didn't get a full point and a half, but I I will take my my five and a half points. Oh, that's it, in the chat. Half oil, uh, oil checks at Nintendo <laughs> playing gas station. In chat, the Brianosaurus would have gotten a point for that one, though, because he guessed $1.99, so he would have barely sniped you out, Justin. Oh, I should have gone low. I didn't go low. <laughs> I always go low. All right, All well, right. that was a fun game. If you enjoyed it, let us know on Twitter or in our Discord or, you know, wherever. Just scream at, out your window. We'll hear it. Um, All right, we'll be right back after these messages. You've heard the amazing produce show we have. You've never seen the stuff that we actually do when we record. 
You can do that every Wednesday night at twitch.tv slash radio. And we're back. So it is time to talk about the games that we've been playing because this is Change the System. Um, I've been playing a bunch of stuff and I think that kind of everybody has. I don't know if you have, Justin, but I don't know how we wanted to play this Change the System because, you know, I think it's going to be rather full. Would it, would it be a, an idea to maybe kind of pass the ball around like game by game? I like that. Of? Instead of instead of one person talking for twenty minutes, we just kind of you know, here's one game I've been playing. Yeah, I like that idea. So um, I let me take the first game that I've been playing, and I think it's going to coincide with one of the games that one of my fellow co-hosts has been playing. Right. So um, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go, which means I've also been what? playing a lot of Pokemon Let's Go. No way! <laughs> and pre-show, I heard little Pikachu and some Pallet Town themes and all kinds of stuff. Doing so I thing. know. Yeah, I know that. Also, Lucas is playing Let's Go as well. Um, the main reason I have been playing it, though, is honestly to, be, to get my Meltan box because there's an event going on, um, I, st- I think, till the end of the month where it only takes three days to get your box, where it normally would take um, seven days. I should I should take advantage uh, of that. That's funny because it only yeah. took one night to get your mom's box. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. And on top of that, there is a... Um, there is an event going on for double candy. So, like, where normally you would only get three or three male tan candy, you can get six. I gotta get and on top zone. of that, <laughs> if you use a pineapple, you can get 12 candy for your male tan. So, like, it's a good time to be male tan. I gotta get to the safari zone. I still don't have a male tan, so... <laughs> It's it's fine. It's 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 all right. You're gonna get you're gonna get your mail tan. You're gonna get to the safari zone. It's all gonna be good. I will. I need. I just need to find somebody <laughs> that I'm that I'm best friends with who has multiple mail tans who's willing to trade me one. Or just get let's go. <laughs> yeah. I have let's go. <laughs> I could trade you a mail tan, but it's gonna cost you a heck of a lot of stardust because it's a it's a. Uh, Oh, that's shiny. right. You need. To... Or, I mean, because it's a, me- a legendary, rather. I, know, it's a I forget that. I forget that you have to pay to trade on on Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. But if you want one, I've got tons. I I usually just trade them with Heather because mm-hmm. it, and plus it only lets you trade one legendary per day for some weird reason. So it's like you know. I don't think that's gonna be much of a problem. <laughs> hey, let me break up this discussion of insider trading with what I've been playing, <laughs> which is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I I was laying in my room talking to my friend, surfing Etsy as us millennials do, looking for <laughs> stuff I don't need, and I saw a bunch of Pokemon stuff, and I was like, you know, what's a good game? Pokemon. You know, it's a Pokemon game that's easily accessible that I can play from the beginning without really losing anything because it's kind of you know a throwaway game. Pokemon, let's go, Pikachu. So I gave Steve my like rare Pokemon that I didn't want to lose, and I was like, let's just play this over from the beginning. Um, I've been playing for about three days. I am currently at the SS Anne. I currently have an Ivasaur. God, I'm not even there yet, and I've been playing the game since, like, Christmas. <laughs> I always need an Ivasaur on my team, so I've got an Ivasaur. I have a Charmander, because I don't usually use a Charmander, but I got one this time, and I love him, and he's my precious child. Um, I have a Beedrill. And I have a Rattata named Tatters, and he's like the group mascot, and he's really pulling his weight. <laughs> Tatters. So we're That's really good. looking forward to That's Tatters good. evolving. It's going to be a big moment for the entire team. But um, 
life's going good in the Pokemon world. Man, it's just it's a fun game. Like, it is. It feels weird not battling the Pokemon, but it just feels like a more streamlined version of what I would be doing normally anyway. You know, it's like I, I, uh-huh. I go to the places and I catch some Pokemon, and it's like, oh, I didn't have to lower your HP to get it. You know, oh, my experience went up automatically. That's fine. It's just you know, I've played Pokemon Red like a, like if this was a new game, I would feel a little cheated because it's like the game's gonna be over in like thirty hours. Sure. But like it's Pokemon Red. How many thousand times have I played this game? So you know, whatever it is, what it is, it's fine. It's fun. I get to catch a Bulbasaur. How many times do you get to do that in the other games? So I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm happy I restarted it. I'm I'm de- I mean I haven't been playing a whole lot of Let's Go. It's kind of one of those jump in, play for you know 15 minutes on a on a break, and then you know not play it for days. But I definitely love it. It's it's. It's the Pokemon game that um, has got me interested in Pokemon games again. It's the Pokemon game that I'm more more likely than any other to just want to play. Like, everything else has felt like a chore. But I like just how quick and easy and snappy and accessible it is. You don't have to get into battles if you don't want to. Although I'm lost right now, so that's one reason I haven't been playing it. <laughs> I, I, I always get lost... No matter which version I'm playing, or red and blue, always at the same point. It's always after I get the... And it's not really lost, it's just I kind of get boggled in what I need to do. But anyways, it's always after you get your seventh badge, and then you then have to go, you know, go through the Saffron Island thing, or whatever, and then go fight the... um, Or not Saffron Island, Seafoam Island, Island, rather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I got... I just met Bill. And I have no idea oh, where God. to go next. So, <laughs> well, you met, you met, but did you beat Misty yet? Yes. Then you want to go down out of the town. You'll go through a little underground tunnel, and you'll come up at Vermilion, and that will be your next stop. Okay, so I want to keep going south the way I keep came going, into the town. You're going to keep going south. Um, no, you're going to go through the little house that Officer Jenny was guarding. Oh, you, right. And okay. come out on the other side, and then you're going to go down, and there's going to be a little tunnel you can walk You know what I just found? And your rival's waiting just outside of yep. it, right? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Hop in yes. there, so just, and I, you'll head to Vermilion. Okay. I did find know, my way out of there finally, but if, I didn't have time to actually follow it. If either of you ever need to know the sequence for anything <laughs> in Pokemon Red and Blue, just hit me up because I played these games religiously as a child. So I know where you gotta go. Fair enough. Yeah, and it's it's funny because like I, like I was saying before, I always get not lost, but like almost stuck. Not it's, it's just that like area forget- where you're just re- done and you don't want to play anymore because you're yeah. in a yeah. crappy cave and you have to use strength. Yeah, to, yeah. I would say the the reason I stopped playing Pokemon Yellow on the 3DS was because I didn't. I came to the cave where you need Flash in order to continue, and I didn't have Flash. Didn't know where to get Flash. Didn't. Feel I, like going to find Flash. I usually just like, I usually just game. stumble through in the dark until I make my way out at this point. But, <laughs> oh um, God! But, but but in this game, actually, Eugene, and I guess we I mean, should talk about other games we've been playing. But in this game, since you get Surf um, from the Safari Zone, you can go back to Pallet Town and then Surf down to Cinnabar Island and uh, do it that way. So you, 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 duh, you actually, yeah, you actually duh, never yeah. have to go through Seafoam unless you're looking for Articuno. So oh good, there's, there's I that. I freaking if you hate Seafoam. Just so you know. That's, I didn't well, know you could return to or leave from Pallet Town other than 
like the way the game starts. Surf yeah, no, down, there's yeah. a there's mm-hmm. a ocean like below you. So if you have surf, right, but and I you thought it was all fenced off. Town. Yeah, no, you can just go right down. Is that also true, Lucas? Then in the in the, um, in the original, that you don't have to do sea foam if you don't want to. I believe so because there was nothing fencing you off, and you do get surf from the game warden. So as long as you had yeah. fly, you could fly back to Pallet Town and you know and surf down. <laughs> Oh, anyway, God. yeah, Justin, <laughs> what have you been playing? Next time on the Pokemon <laughs> podcast, this 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 has kind of become the uh, the uh, strategy corner of. <laughs> um, actually, I'm, I haven't really been playing very much. Um, for some reason, I've had absolutely no attention span when I get home from work, which is when my gaming time is. I'll get home, have something to eat, watch a couple of YouTube episodes, and next thing I know, I'm falling asleep. But um, I have been playing some Picross. That's Picross. Um, <laughs> there's, there's, there's no, you know, really nothing to say about it, but it's Picross. Um, mm-hmm. I like Picross and, though. It's a good. Oh, I love game. I I love oh Picross. It's it's a great game to play <laughs> when you're laying in bed trying to fall asleep, but that can't too. because um, you know like like laying it requires just enough focus to distract you from not being able to sleep, but not so much focus that keeps you awake. Um, it's a great game to play when you're laying in bed trying to poop. And <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess a game that I did end up putting uh, quite a bit of time into recently um, was actually not on Nintendo. I played uh, Batman Arkham Knight for about hmm. two hours the other night, and uh, <clears throat> and I I am I am like invested in the story of this game now because I just was exposed to the Arkham Knight and so it started the whole mystery of who is he and I have my own theories for the love of God do not spoil it for me anybody um because I think I know who oh, the Arkham Knight is oh yeah. okay all right is Arkham Knight the third one no that's Arkham Origins fourth Origins was the third Arkham oh, Knight, yeah, is, I always Arkham Knight about is the Origins. one I can't play because I don't have the system for it I believe you have a Wii U it was on Wii U? Arkham yep. Knight? Yep. No. Knight was not. Origins ta- was. Yeah, I have Origins. You know, okay. I'm talking about Knight. Yeah, no. Knight, Knight only came out on PS, th- PS4 and Xbox, Xbox One, One and okay. probably PC, but I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, Arkham Knight was one of the reasons I wanted an Xbox One because I've been wanting to play that game since it came out. And I think I saw I, that one on sale recently too. Did you grab it on that sale? Oh yeah, it was the full game plus all of the yeah. DLC for ten bucks. Yeah, so it like, was like I'm, a steal. I'm like I am not passing this up. And I mean, I would have paid twenty bucks for it. So like, I've actually built up a pretty decent library of Xbox One games just on the sales alone. Um, and the games I, with gold. Do you download those every month? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm not all of them, but um, I'll download the ones I'm interested in. I was very happy that. Uh, Far Cry 2 and Saints Row 2 have both been released on uh, Games with Gold because those are both two of my favorite Xbox 360 games. Um, And I've actually played quite a bit of Saints Row 2 the other night as well. Um, And uh, let's see, I got, of course I got Red Dead Redemption 2 and Sea of Thieves, which I haven't even played yet. Um, But I got those with the system. 
I, I did. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, did you get Sea of Thieves with Game Pass? But no, it sounds like it came with your system. Yeah, it came pre-installed on the system, or came with a download code or whatever it was, and then um, it was a GameStop bundle that included a download code for Red Dead Redemption Two. Um, I have Grand Theft Auto Five on the Xbox One, but since I don't know of any way to transfer my save from the PS3 to the Xbox One. I have not really played it because I don't want to play through the story again. So I got it because I linked my Twitch account to Amazon and got basically the game for free. Um, I also got Mortal Kombat XL uh, when that was on sale around Christmas time, so Mortal Kombat X plus all of its DLC for $15 was another, you know, deal I couldn't refuse. Yeah, there's a lot of really good <clears throat> It makes me it, it, it makes me sad, I'm sorry I don't have very many games to talk about, but as long as we're on the topic, it makes me sad that Nintendo really does not do sales the way sony and microsoft do because i, I think microsoft and, and like, does it right like i i, I see yeah. sony sales but the way that microsoft does it and they give you away the free games every month like it's great like i mean i and i kind of get you know nintendo nintendo's bread and butter are their first party games and those will continue to sell no matter what so I get, I kind of get that they don't want to reduce the price very often or give them away for free. But like even like third party, like except for Ubisoft, most of the third party companies don't do any decent sales on the Switch. And then all of the sales on the Switch are shovelware for the most part. Um, so that really sucks. And like it's been a while since I've checked the PlayStation store, but there's a lot. I mean, if you're interested in those kind of games, PlayStation's always got some good sales going. Um, but hopefully as this, uh, Nintendo paid online thing progresses and evolves, we will eventually, pardon me. We will eventually get, um, maybe some better sales that are more, um, in line with what the other companies are offering. Are you, I'm, are you still mad that you haven't seen as good of a sale on ukulele as you've seen on Steam? Um, kind of. Well, I mean, <laughs> what, around Christmas time, ukulele was twenty eight dollars, I That's believe, true. on the eShop, which that that was a that was a decent sale. Well, no, actually, I think it was less than that, but um, I think it was about twenty five dollars, which was a decent sale. But I mean, still, yeah, I mean, Steam was practically giving it away for fifteen. I think even eleven dollars at one point. Right. But well, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna take next then on one of the games that I've been playing. Um, so I think I talked about this a bit last week, but I have continued to play a new game, not on the Nintendo Switch, unfortunately. Hopefully, it'll come there eventually. Oh, and this is a game I'm going to want to play with you at some point because I heard uh, another podcast raving about it. Yeah, it's great. It's so it's called Apex Legends. It's the new game by Respawn. It's an EA game. It's got loot boxes, but people don't seem to care. It's really freaking good. And for those of you who don't know, Respawn is made up of former Infinity Ward developers, so the people who made Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, you know what you're getting there. Like, you're getting your Call of Duty-esque first-person shooting. It's fast. It feels really good. The good Um, Call of Duties. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, right. It's it, it's a really really good game. I mean, it's your standard, um, you know, uh, battle royale. You jump off of a whatever and you fall down. But 
I think I mentioned this last week, and I, I'm starting to find a lot more things of it. There are just a lot of really smart things that Respawn have done, like a lot of quality of life improvements that a lot of these other games haven't done yet. So, for example, I really, really, really like that um, not only are you matched up as a team, but like when you're jumping out of the, the unit or whatever, there's this thing called a jump master. So the one person on your group is designated as the jump master and that all three of you guys will jump out at the same time with the jump master and the jump master kind of guides you as to where you're going to land. So that kind of mitigates a lot of like, oh, damn, Steve jumped way the hell over here. We got to go climb, go half the map away to go find him. Um, but um, that doesn't that doesn't mean that you can't go off and, you know, do your own thing if you like hold. I think it's like the X button or whatever on the Xbox. If you hold one of the buttons, you can jump. You can break away from the jump master and you know jump off your own if you feel like being a jerk. But um, another thing that really is great about this game that encourages teamwork is that um, there is there's just a lot of um, um, buttons that uh, there's a dedicated button that will basically team ping your teammate. And there's this, a lot of this is what they were talking about on yeah. uh, on the podcast I was listening to. Right, and there, there's a lot of, literally, I think, hundreds of voice lines just about basically every little thing. So, like, you can point at, like, ammo, and it'll say, hey, there's shotgun ammo over here. And, like, your teammates will hear that, obviously, and then, you know, they can go and get the shotgun ammo. Or Which hey, is great, because like I level... hate talking to people in video games, so, you know, right. it can... It's a way it can communicate with teammates without having to actually talk to them. <laughs> right, yeah. So it, it's really brought in a really awesome aspect of teamwork to this game because it's important. Like, you can't, you can't play this game without a squad. So, you know, I think that they've done really, really cool things with that that I think, like, you know, your Fortnites and your PUBGs <laughs> of the world could bring into it. But um, I, I think the probably the best thing, that, well, maybe not the best thing. There's a lot of really good things about this game. But one of the really cool things about this game that another uh, that a lot of uh, battle royale right al games don't do is there is a way to respawn your teammates if they die. So mm. like you basically grab their flag or whatever, and then you can take them back to like you know there's a bunch of different respawn points throughout the map, and you can go there, and then you're you know if you have your characters your teammates flag. You could uh, respawn them and they can come back. You know, it's not like nice. they're going to have to wait 20 minutes for the match to end. There nice. is a chance that you can bring them back. Yeah, it's it definitely seems like they're doing Battle Royale the right way. Like, one of the things that disappointed me, I'd never played a Battle Royale game before Fortnite. One of the things that kind of annoyed me about Fortnite was I assumed that it was, like, basically a time-based deathmatch with lots and lots of people, not that you die and you're done. Right. So, so like, the the idea of actually being able to come back, having that chance to come back, really, like, there's so much about this game that appeals to me, and I, the, I, a little, little pimping one of, one of the, um, podcasts I listened to, This Nintendo Life, mm -hmm. um, and, the, and they were the ones talking about it, and as they were talking about it, I I pulled out my phone and went to the Xbox app and and like pushed <laughs> pushed the download to to my Xbox because um, I'm like I I have to try this game and then I saw that 
that you were playing it, I'm like, oh, good. I've got, I've already got somebody I can play it with. So yeah, tonight or, or some future night, we're going to have to hop on and play it. Yeah, it's really good. I, I enjoy it a lot. I still like, um, well, I'll talk about it later because I'll, on the next game I talk about. But um, I still like another Battle Royale game slightly better. However. <laughs> um, Which I probably also have. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. But I do like a lot of the things that this game is doing. Like, truly, it's a, it, it really is going to move the genre forward. And it's blowing up the world, man. Like, 25 million downloads, I think, in like the first week or something like that. That's incredible. That's I what happens hope... when you release your game for free. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, <laughs> you put your little free-to-play hooks in. Like, I might not pay for them, but somebody will. Um, I... I just hope it comes to Switch because I think I mentioned last week as well. When you're downloading the game, you can actually play it before it's ready. There's HD um, download. There's a, like HD assets that are downloading in the background. So I'm thinking like if maybe they didn't bring the HD assets over, they can maybe get it to run correctly on the Switch. I don't know, but maybe. Yeah, really I nice. mean, so much of this stuff is optimizable. Op- I think that's a word. Um, <laughs> now that I mean, like if you can get. A these games running on older PCs, you can get them running on a Switch because uh, so many of these game engines, you know, are just on sliders. Okay, the system can only handle this much. All right, well, we'll you know tone it down a little bit. Although you know? the the thing that I don't know, and I'd I'd have to do more research on this. So the, since this is a respawn game, I know that they're old and like. Call of Duty engines used to run on like Source, so I wonder if it's running on like a, a Source engine, which might not be um, compatible with Switch yet. But I'll, I'd have to do more research. Uh, we'll find out soon enough if we happen to get Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna pass the baton. Who wants to talk about some games that they've been playing? Well, I have been playing. I think I've talked about all the games I've been playing. So. I've been playing a battle royale as well, um, in the form of Tetris '99 on oh, my Switch. Oh, I was hoping somebody oh, was going to talk about that game. I I'm sure. Did play one match of that. That I'm was sure, interesting. I'm sure both of you have talked about this plenty in the last episode. That mostly I Lucas, or mostly Steve, but mostly yes. Lucas. Um, Steve <laughs> must be much be- much better at it than me. Because um, I the best I've ever done was the first night I played, I got into seventh place. Oh, um, wow. These days, I find it difficult to hit top ten. Like, sure. I'm lucky if I get through, like, 25. It's hard, man. Like, yeah. it's, like I, you would think that you would be able to, like, you know, if not win, like, get into, like, the top few places every now and then. But it's hard. There's some really good Tetris players out there. And I don't think I... I've always played a very slow Tetris when sure. I play by myself, I usually don't use the like quick drop and stuff that you know you need to use like competitively. So there's mm-hmm. obviously like a learning curve there. It's a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it, but it's it's a frustrating game. Every now and then you'll you'll get into a, a match and you'll just be targeted by like five people right off the bat. So you know you'll you'll switch mm-hmm. to target all your attackers to try to deter, but it doesn't always deter. And sometimes okay, it's like, so like you're in, you're in like 80th place and you just get swamped with blocks. There's a meta so. there though. So like if you're selecting target all oh, yeah, attackers, yeah. then and they're selecting target all then attackers, then you're just like they're going to yeah I know. So sometimes <laughs> I'll switch back and forth to see if yeah. I can. You know you're right. There's absolutely a meta game. There's a whole big and you never know if somebody's playing. Um, with the with the idea that they're attacking, or if they're ignoring the attacker, or so if they're to... targeting their individual person by themselves, because you can do exactly. that as well. So you so want to? Like, uh, yeah, you can target an individual with the left, can, yeah, with the left the stick. Stick, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean, I've... I know you can target the person who is in this place or that you place. You can target that it... any person 
on the map uh-huh. that you want to. Yeah. Um, wow. So so I've I've kind of taken to trying to find the guy who's not really paying attention to who he's attacking, and <laughs> just going for him. And then as the sure. game goes on, I'll usually That'd switch be me. to yeah. And then as the game goes on, I'll try to switch to KOs and yeah, you know, just try yeah. to try to clear the board so I can get a higher place. But it's it's tricky, man. I'm hoping that at some point they allow you to play with friends. I'd love to play against like Steve and Phantom and stuff and see how that works. But it's a good game. I'm when I when I saw the announcement, I was like, how pathetic they brought. Uh, Battle Royale to Tetris, but I played it and it's like okay, it's cool. I get it. Brilliant, and I'm and and I'm hoping we get Doctor Mario ninety nine. Oh my god, right? That'd be so great. Machine man, just give me that. So, did you guys notice that this game was? um, It looks like it was made by Nintendo, right? So I yeah, I think Arika, the the company that made the last couple of. Dr. Mario games is the developer. Of can this. we can we talk for a second about how it incorporates the Nintendo Online service? Because I actually thought that was really interesting. This is another thing mm-hmm. they're sprinkling in to say, hey, you buy Nintendo Online in addition to the NES Online. Yep. Now you also get Tetris 99. I'm sure in a few months they'll have another game and another game, and they're they're slowly trying to I think build up an appeal where it's like, hey, that's you got more our, than yeah. just an online. You know, yeah. that's interesting. Another wrinkle to that, too, is that perhaps they're using this um, as a test fire of sorts to see, like, how the massive multiplayer with 100 people would work on different type of games. Like, maybe we're going to get Splatoon Battle Royale. I don't know. That would be fun. That would be fun, my friend. (laughs) Can can we get um, Four Swords... Battle Royale. Oh God, <laughs> that would be the so Legend of amazing. Zelda ninety nine swords. <laughs> a hundred links dr- drop into a Hyrule. Wow. Um, oh man. Uh, by the way, why did you um, say that? I know I want that. Tetris ninety nine is developed by Arika and published by Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. nice. so this is definitely all internal. Um, it's been a while since Nintendo. Well, I guess no. I guess Nintendo has pub- has self published. Most of their uh, Tetris games, because um, I know that they lost the exclusive rights to Tetris years and years and years ago, and then it was a while before Nintendo saw a Tetris game on their system. But yeah, because they lost the exclusive right around Tetris Attack, I want to say. Because they lost they lost exclusivity after they kept calling every single puzzle game that came on their systems <laughs> yeah. Tetris, whether it had anything to do with Tetris or not. So That's they kind of did that true. to themselves, but. Yeah, that's also true. Tetrisphere, my lord, there's a bunch of garbage in that mess. I have that game. <laughs> <laughs> I also oh, have any... the uh, was it the new Tetris, the four player um, Tetris on Nintendo sixty four. I don't know if I've seen that one. It's not very easy. I have some rare N sixty four games. I really should like. Sell I do too. Golden Eye is pretty Newark. good, and so is Perfect Dark. Those are good rare games. I was about to make that same joke with Donkey Kong 64, <laughs> Banjo Kazooie. All right, but but how many of y'all have uh, Clay Fighter Sculptor's Cut? Uh, not me. Not me. Um, Mario Party does anybody won. have anything else non Tetris? Are we moving on I, to our I next have one? I have a few other games I want to talk about. Hit it. So Go ahead. Why don't you right. take the next one then? Um, okay, so I'm I'm gonna glaze right over this one because uh, Persona that Three, Persona Four, Donaghy. Persona Five. I've been playing them all. I'm almost done with Persona God. Five. I'm like 88 hours. Wait, in. like Very simultaneously? Much. How yep, are you? I started. The story I started. Straight? Okay, so I started <laughs> three. Probably three because is, the stories are absolute nonsense anyway. Three is very. Oh no, my friend. Three is very. 
very basic. <laughs> like five, five is heady, and five is like you're focused on it, and five is what's going to happen next. Three is like super old. So are the you story, playing? Story is very flat, very easy to follow. Go ahead. What console are you playing? PlayStation all these Three. On? Okay, are, have you played Persona Four yet? Yep. I like that one. I played the Golden Edition. I think on the Vita. See, I can't. I can't play the Golden Edition because I don't have the Vita. So I'm playing the PS2 Classic. But um, but but here's the thing. They're, each one is getting better. Is what I'm learning. Three is cool, but it's very old, very clunky. The voice acting is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is what it is. It's a cool game. I'm looking forward to getting through it. But I'm not expecting anything great out of it. I already know how it ends. Four is really cool. It's a murder mystery. I like the characters. It's a little yeah, old. Great. It's, it's a 2012 game, so you know it's not perfect. the The voice acting is all right, but not you know it's passable. Five is immaculate. Man. <laughs> five is five is like the god oh, of I need video to get games. That game. I love it so much. I'm gonna be playing the new game plus because I want to get the true ending, and I love everything about it. But um, but this is all kind of leading up to the fact that in um, May. Persona Q2 comes to the 3DS. And I would like to know as much about the series as I can before I get to play what is essentially Etrian Odyssey with Persona characters. So this is me educating myself for that. Um, Dang, I did not realize you were going that deep into I'm, that I'm series. in, man. Persona. Okay, so Smash Bros. got me into it all. But that, that one thing just, like, piled me in, and I'm totally on board, dude. Nice. Um, so you would still say, then, that 5 is your favorite? Five is the best. There's, mm-hmm. I, I, I would say, undeniably, five is the best. Phantom might disagree with me. He's had some good things to say about four, but I think it's just, it's a really solid game all the way around. So, and they all, they all borrow from each other. Like the, even like the placement of characters is identical. Like you, you meet the magician character first, and he's always got like a crush on some character that becomes unresolved. And then you meet the lover's character, and that's always the female lead. And then you meet this <clears> character. <throat> it's like they follow the same like storytelling <laughs> arc. But well, and they're all based on um, like tarot cards. Like all their personalities are like drawn from traditional like tarot card meanings and stuff. But, but like it's always like the same kind of thing. But it's interesting just seeing how each game does it like themselves. So. I've got a new series that I really like. I'm a fan. And Phantom agrees with you, actually. He says five is the best. Okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I think just objectively, I think it's just, like, far superior. Like, it's it's a really solid game on every front. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing the ending. I'm in the last area. So that'll be fun. Um, do you have something else you want to talk about? Because I only have one other game that I've been playing. So. I do. Um, Justin, I don't know if you had anything before I get into mine. I mean, I'll check my play history while you're talking, but um, okay. I'm pretty sure Batman is the game that I've played the most all week. I couldn't find my Switch until Friday night, so... <laughs> so, um, I'll be brief on this one, but I have been playing um, PUBG again. A lot, uh, yes. a lot, a lot. Um, actually, since I downloaded Apex, I've been wanting to play PUBG more. <laughs> and, <clears throat> yeah, it's funny, right? So, I... I Re, I didn't re-download it, but I, I re-updated, I guess, on the Xbox One because I hadn't updated my Xbox One version of that, and I've gotten back into it. It's actually gotten really good since the last time I played it. Um, it's, it seems to run a lot better. It's a lot faster. There's a lot less jank. So nice. I've actually been playing a lot on the Xbox One and been abandoning the PC mostly because, you know, with the Xbox, I can play in bed. If given the opportunity, I will play PUBG on PC. Uh, absolutely, it's better there. But 
man, that game is still so good. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't matter what mode I'm playing. I, if I'm playing in solo or squad, if I, it doesn't matter what map I'm playing on. Although, I don't really like the desert map that much. But, like, you know, it's it's all right. I, I really like the new um, snow map. It's fantastic. There's, like, a dinosaur park in it. Like, I, that's, like, my favorite place to, to land. I always start in the dinosaur park every time. Good to it's know. so yeah PUBG is still great um i was and i didn't realize but um it is selling a lot on console so i it just recently came out on the playstation 4 and it sold a like a ton there so there's a lot of people Hmm. playing PUBG, even though that you know apex and fortnite are kind of the hot stuff i guess like PUBG is actually really big not in the united states so you know nice Unfortunately, my well, favorite esport is dying. So, part of why it might be more why it might be more popular outside of the United States is, I know Europe has a lot of restrictions on like loot boxes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it's possible stuff like Fortnite and Apex have a hard time getting through in Europe. Well, Although, and it's not it's not bargy. They have pub right in the name. So yeah, well, <laughs> right. It's be better and you know, although. There are loot boxes in PUBG now, and there and I almost bought one, but I, I did, don't. I won't do it. I just will not do it. And I don't think that, you know, PUBG's already a paid game. It's $30, so I don't feel like yeah, I Yeah, that's right. a little yeah. sketch. Which is my issue with Rocket League. Which like is the every- game I was talking about that is doing very poorly in terms of viewership across the world. Like, unfortunately, it's an esport that looks like it's going, you know, south, which really bums me out because it's a solid game, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's enough PUBG. Um, Lucas, why don't you take us with your last game? I have one other game that I've been playing, and it is a non-traditional game. It is an EV Tamagotchi. Oh, yeah! <laughs> I do so, have a couple of games to talk about when you're done. So my friend um, Zaya is huge into the Tamagotchis, and she was talking about her EV one a while ago, and I was like, it came out! I was like, <laughs> I need this! Um, it's fun, man. I, I looked up all the little ways they can evolve and stuff. Um, I'll be at work, and I'll be sitting in the living room, and all of a sudden I'll hear the little Tamagotchi beep, and I'll, like, run to the kitchen to feed it because it's hungry. It's um, it's nice. I never really did the Tamagotchi thing much as a kid, so I'm enjoying having it as an adult. I kind of um, wish the uh, Pokeball Plus had more interactive features like that. Yeah, it would be nice. I mean, it's don't get me wrong, it's a very limited experience. It's still a Tamagotchi, you know. It's not going to like it's not going to blow you away, but it's like it's fun. I'm looking forward to seeing what evolution I get first. I'm trying for something specific, but I don't know if I'm going to get it or not. I I, How, so... I purposefully hatched my EV at a certain time of day. Because apparently that can lead to a specific evolution. All so. right, so sell me on this. Because I remember Tamagotchis <laughs> back in the day, and they were really basic. So what? what's new in the Tamagotchi world? Not a whole lot. Um, <laughs> so, so you're still doing the same basic thing. You can feed it a meal. You can feed it a snack. There are two little mini games you can play with that involve hitting the buttons in a particular order and either catching things or, you know, um, doing like a dance with the Eevee and stuff. Um, you feed the Eevee. At a certain time, the Eevee goes to bed, and you should turn off the light so it can sleep and not be a jerk to you in the morning like mine was. But um, the, the core thing, I think the core gimmick, is that it evolves after a certain amount of time. 
So there's like some that you can you can find like the stones by playing the mini game. You can get like specific ones by if you treat it really crappy, you get like the Team Rocket costume for your EV, and that's like an evolution. There's a Ditto EV if you don't like feed it for three days or something like that. But so, um, wait, would the Team Rocket one be like? Rakedion or something? <laughs> <laughs> Team Rocket Eevee you get by letting it... I believe you get it by letting it sleep, but by not turning off the light. So you're basically torturing it for like three days, and then it just evolves. Um, but no, it's it's one of those things that like... Okay. <laughs> If you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're interested in the novelty of it or if you happen to be a big Tamagotchi fan and you just want one, like, pick it up. If you're just, like, a casual Pokemon fan and you're like, I wonder what all the hype's about, probably skip it because you're not going to get too much out of it. But I'm definitely okay. happy with it. I'm enjoying I, it. I just have to say I hope Shinazi's still listening because torturing uh, virtual pets used to be one of his favorite pastimes. Well, now you can get rewarded school. for it, buddy, so... Mm-hmm. Get on the bandwagon. <laughs> nice. Uh, so uh, how you've had it for a few days then, right? Yeah, a few days now. Nice. I've, I still I've haven't been, uh, the, only, so. the only virtual pet I ever got into was Seaman. Oh yeah, mm. God, I remember those on the. I didn't have a Dreamcast, but I remember that. Oh, I had I had a Dreamcast. I had it on the Dreamcast. I remember. Um, I remember bringing my Dreamcast to my girlfriend's house. She lived 100 miles away because I went, I went over it for the weekend and I didn't want to leave my Seaman over the weekend <laughs> and not be able to take care of him. <laughs> so so, so I did get hooked on the virtual pet thing, but, but Seaman, p- pardon, the, pardon the pun, but Seaman's uh, a whole different monster. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, um, all right, Justin, you said you had some games to talk about, so what you got um, for us? Yeah, um, so I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but I lost my Switch from about oh, yeah! Monday. And it turns out it was Friday. under the couch. No, it was on the couch and under a pile of crap on the couch. Wow. But um, anyway, so I didn't have my Switch for most of last week, so I had to find alternative gaming things. Um, one of the things I ended up playing with for the first time in a while is my NES Classic. And uh, I uh, found myself on Doki Doki Panic again, and uh, I beat it once. The thing about Doki Doki Panic that's different than Super Mario Bros. 2 is you actually have to beat the game as all four characters. So, um, and one of the things I'm doing to kind of change up the way I'm playing is when I come to a level with a warp zone, I flip a coin to decide whether I'm going to do the warp zone or not. Um, so each character is taking a different path. And then when, when I start the game, I randomly kind of scroll through the four characters, um, to decide which one I'm going to play as. So, you know, I could start... On World Seven with the um, with the the I guess it's her, his uh, main character's girlfriend, not sister, but as 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 the younger the teenage female character, mm-hmm. or I could end up at the very very beginning first level as the father character. So, so how I've I've played Doki Doki Panic, but I've never beaten it. So is Wart still the final boss? 
Yes. Okay. The game is the game is essentially identical. There are a few sprites that are changed. There are a few sound effects that are changed. The music doesn't doesn't have quite as long of loops. Uh, Koji Kondo extended the loops, added you know kind of B sections to all the music mm-hmm. for Super Mario Brothers two. So there are minor differences, but gameplay wise and enemy wise, that's almost entirely identical. Uh, well, all right, let me rephrase that. Wart is the final boss, but he's not named Wart. He's named Mamu, which, which is the, by the way, is the name of the frog character in Link's, Link's Awakening, Awakening, who yeah. looks suspiciously like Wart, which is, you know, where mm-hmm. that comes from. Mm-hmm. Um, the other game I played on my NES Classic was Castlevania, because uh, after playing the Bloodstained... Uh, oh yeah, right. Whatever oh, of the whatever on First the Xbox the moon, I One, um, I thought, all right, I need to actually find out what um, what Castlevania is all about because I've never played a Castlevania game ever in my life, and here I have this system that has two of them on it, and so uh, I popped in the original and played. Yeah, part of the way through the first level, um, I was actually trying. Hard. It's a process trying to get through those games, man. Well, and and, which is why I debated um, starting with Castlevania 1 or Castlevania 4, because Castlevania 4 is a remake of Castlevania 1, Hmm. but, you know, with Mm, with kind of improved. No, like it is like straight up a remake of of the original. Are you talking about Super Castlevania? Yeah. No, it's not. It, it like the first level is kind of the same, but like after that, it's not really. Oh well, uh, the the retronauts or or not retronauts, so the SNES works episode of it said it's pretty much a, uh, a there, remake. There there are similar similarities, but like there's like whole levels that are not found I, in the. I guess. I, I guess it's a remake in that, in the same way, Zero Mission is a remake of the original Metroid. Sure. It's it's the same story, it's the same scenario, the same characters, but told in a more modern uh, gameplay setting. Yeah, I guess when I think of Castlevania, I don't really think story until I think of um, Symphony of the Night. So, like, when I, I... I was just thinking of, like, the actual level design. Like, I, they, the first level is basically the same as the nes but then it kind of varies from there you should play you should play that one though it is really good well and and uh, with the nes classic of course you have the save states so you know i can i can go back and you know correct mistakes without having to die over and over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. um but uh it's not as janky as i expected for an early nes game and um returning to uh, Jeremy Parrish's uh, uh, YouTube series um, in his NES Works episode on it, he said that Castlevania was one of the first NES games that really kind of proved the system could do more than these, you know, like arcade ports and and kind of pointless button-mashing games. Like, Castlevania was one of the first, like, real epics of the of the platform so yeah it used mode 7 a lot in one in a couple of the levels so like that um you know yeah. mode 7 is the is that the the well i'm sure the you know ro- 
yeah, rotating yeah, thing, most, yeah, yeah, like the rotation and and mm-hmm. scaling and everything. I mean, I'm play, I was playing the NES original though, so I didn't have mm-hmm. any of that. But yeah, and and it, like I said, it wasn't quite as as awkward and broken as I expected. And I, I'll probably play it all the way through eventually. I mean, it's only like three or four hours, and especially with save states, it'll probably take even less than that. It's hard, um, though. That's the problem. I guess with save states, you can get around that, but it is freaking hard. Oh, yeah. Um, Donkey Kong Country 2. Like, I've beaten that game before. Never beat the abs- like the real final boss in the Lost World before playing on the Super NES Classic, but playing through the Donkey Kong Country games um, on the Super NES Classic has been a lifesaver because, you know, like, those are hard games. Yeah. So. And, and that's one of the things I love about having these. I also bought, um, and have not even opened yet, a PlayStation Classic for the sole purpose of hacking it. And because Walmart had them on sale for $40, I'm like, for 40 bucks, I'm going to get one of these. Because you're basically saying for half the price of a Super NES Classic, you're getting you know this basically similar thing with just as many PlayStation games on it. Plus, it's just as hackable. So, um, hopefully, I will have some time to hack that, or at least play it as is, and give you a report on that next week. But uh, yeah, so in in the with the absence of my Switch last week, I played a lot of non-Switch games. But I got in some NES games, I got in some Xbox games, and some DS. And actually, with Link's Awakening remake coming out later this year. Um, I am seriously tempted to uh, try again to get through the Oracle games on the Game Boy Color because I was going. To those two. I was going to replay Link's Awakening <clears throat> DX, and then when they announced the remake, I'm like, "Well, that's just gonna feel like too much like I'm playing the game, the same game that I just beat." So, if I play the Oracle games, it's a similar experience, but one that I haven't had in like 15 years. So getting. Through the Oracle games was a really fun part of my like Zelda quest last year. So I would recommend them. They they yeah. play really well together. And they play particularly well together if you start with seasons and then play ages, because the difficulty naturally kind of scales. Yeah. When you, see- when you start with ages, you get all the like really heady puzzles right off the bat and it becomes kind of tedious mm-hmm. see and and when i played it back in the day on the actual game boy color i started with ages because i knew it was more puzzle heavy um and then i figured you know seasons would be a little bit would feel easier because you know the combat's just you know definitely press nice. this button when you <laughs> at the right time so um I, i'm actually I, I, interested in playing capcom it. doing zelda games yeah, I'd, I'd have them back. not really yeah. Oh, no, I mean, on. they were good games. They were well-made games, but I feel like they were kind of the black sheep of the of the Zelda stories. Like they always felt a little off to me. In my opinion, they were the top-down Zelda games that I actually liked. Over like, I mean, like like a Link to the Past is fine, but like I just I don't know. I, I got more mileage out of those games. I mean, because, I was... because they did feel a little black sheepish, and there was something kind of welcome about that you know well and and you know with flagship developing them they did have much more elaborate stories than most of nintendo's internally made games so um that was certainly appealing but um yeah like 
like it always felt like they were trying to make a Zelda game, but but didn't have enough people who had actually played them. So it was like, hey, this is a character that's in Zelda. Let's put this here, but not really in the context it's supposed to be here. Like, you know, Tingle being everywhere. And, uh, you know, here's here's a game that takes place in Hyrule, but Hyrule doesn't have, like, most of the identifiable locations that every other version of Hyrule has. And, you know, but... Yeah, but I thought they were pretty in their element when they went to Holodrum and Laburna, and they had uh, you know Koumi yeah. and Take at the end. And I don't know. They're definitely they're, they're definitely sound. good games. Like like functionally, they are solid games that play well, and you know story take or leave. They're they're definitely worth playing. They're probably more, in my opinion, they're more worth playing than the DS games. I, I so. think those I think those games would be better served, even though I like Link's Awakening better, but I think they would be better served as a remake than Link's Awakening because those games in particular had you swapping items around like crazy. So See and like, I, I do prefer those games actually, and I think you could do you could do a lot of cool stuff with that if you decided to make like Oracle of Seasons a three D S game maybe and Oracle of Ages like a Switch game or something like oh, that. Okay. You know? Maybe well, maybe kind of take this take this idea of kind of cross play again, or I don't know, something could be interesting there. Uh, I don't know. I'd rather see them just I, I you know as long as they've got the game engine anyway, I'd rather see them come out either as DLC or a sequel um, to the Link's Awakening remake. Just you know repurpose that game engine and. I tell you, I would I'm really just, enjoy that because, again, the Oracle games did it for me, especially Ages. Like, I'm Seasons not, was always kind of weird to me as a kid, but time travel, that's fun. I'm just not sure how much Nintendo owns of those games because, again, Flagship developed them and they came up with the stories and the original characters in them, so it could be another situation kind of like Super Mario RPG where... Yeah, it's a Nintendo game, and yeah, it's a Nintendo-owned franchise, but we let this other company make it, so there are certain things we can't use without their permission. Sure. I'm not sure what the rights are there, because <clears throat> I don't know that we've seen anything with uh, Minish Cap either, right? Because that was the other right. one. Right. That... Yeah, like, like Vadi, I think, is exclusively a, a Capcom-used character, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I believe. I mean, did they do all the Four Swords games? Yes. Then yeah. Well, wait. Four Swords Adventures, I think, was internally developed. So Four Swords sure Adventures did sure have Capcom. it. Did have Vaddy, So pretty okay. sure it was Capcom, if I remember correctly, because they did the original Four Swords that was in the Game Boy Advance um, Link to the Past thing. Remember, it was like a special thing in, the, in that, and I think that's why they brought. Four swords, but I could be wrong. W- I don't know. Wikipedia exists for a reason. Give me a moment. Um, <laughs> well, while you're okay. looking that up, I'm going to talk I've... about what I've been. Force. Um, Four Swords Adventures a... was developed by Nintendo EAD. Capcom had nothing to do with it. This so. is a long change of system. What you well, got, Eugene? <laughs> well, I've, I've only got one more, and this and one I'm is done. A, this one is an old classic, um, you know, it's standed the test of time for, you know, years and years and years. 
I've been playing a game called Book. Um, I've been reading, actually. I've been reading the Game of Thrones series because that's coming back on TV. So we watched um, the entire thing already, all six seasons. And then now I'm kind of waiting for April. So I was like, well, I've got these old books sitting over here. So I'm reading through it. So I just finished Game of Thrones. I'm going to be starting on the... Um, the second book next. I can't remember which one that one, the title of that one is called. But um, yeah, they're good. I think there's four of them right now. And then Homeboy's been writing the, the fifth one for like 10 years. So hopefully that comes out soon. But uh, yeah, book. It's great. Um, everybody should check out book. It's, it's fantastic. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, we did it. Um, we changed all the systems. We changed into a system that only had paper. But that's fine. Um, we're going to move out of this segment and move on into the end of the show. Um, but before we do that, we're going to tell you folks where you can find all the things that we're doing and what we're all about. So make sure that you go to Infendo.com and you do all the things from there. You can join our Discord. You can buy a shirt. Buy a towel if you want. There's all kinds of stuff in our merch shop. Um, but yeah, do all the things on Infendo.com. Um, you can follow me at Infendo Eugene on Twitter. You can also follow at Infendo on Twitter and then be notified of all the things like when the Twitch um, live stream goes live and all that kind of fun stuff. Justin, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Infendo Justin. Um, yeah, I'm not even going to pimp you, Tilladoric. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of floating at the at the top of the tank right now i gotta poke <laughs> it with a stick and make sure it's still moving <laughs> feed your fish man i know i know i've got a blog in in, in the chamber i'm just waiting to pull the trigger on it <laughs> fair enough well all right um lucas where can the people find you and everything you're doing uh you can find me on my website chromaticu.com and on my twitter at chromaticu um, I am attempting to get into the habit of live streaming my game design sessions every Friday night. I have not yet accomplished that habit, but I am trying to make it a goal. So if I do, I might be updating my website with some kind of widget or something that links to the live stream so it would be easier to find. But stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter. I'll try to message that out if and when I start doing it. So that's nice. something. That's kind of all I've got to say. Awesome. Well, um, I'll step in for Steve. He won't be here this week or next. Um, obviously, he's not here this week. But um, he's here in spirit. Make sure that you're um, following him on Twitter, at Gentis1. Um, you should probably also um, follow at Gentis4, I think. He's a cool dude, too. Um, is... All right. Well, we are going to get out of here. It's been a night. Um, we will see you all next week. So have a good one until we see you all again. Mwah! Bye. Bye-bye. Good Bye-bye. night. Bye-bye. What's that sound? It's a new challenger approaching, and it could be you. Go to patreon.com slash infendoradio, and you could be the new challenger on our show.